0: mlm nation
1: episode 110 i don't care what you do you jump in your car to get someplace you know where you're going you know where you're heading now what are you going to do to get there but if my focus is always on that end thing then all the steps that's necessary to take me there i can accomplish
0: if you want to be successful you just have to copy what mlm leaders do do Foundation
1: presented by your host Simon Chas, where you'll learn strategies, secrets, and inspiring stories from today's top MLM income earners.
0: ML Nation, this is Simon Chas, and I'm fired up to bring our special guest today—a superpower couple, Dexter and Tanya Scott. Dexter and Tanya, are you ready to make it happen?
2: Yes, we are we ready are. to make
0: it happen. All right. You know, Dexter and Tanya are a God-fearing couple who are professional speakers, trainers, and owners of the Scott Training Group. And they've appeared on the weekly inspirational TV show called The Positive Light. They're also very successful MM leaders and achieved success in a short period of time. They earned six figures within the first 12 months of the network marketing business. Dexter and Tanya are also proud parents to four beautiful children, and they live out in Raleigh, North Carolina. So, Dexter, Tanya, I've given ML Nation just a brief intro, but please share more about your background and how you came across network marketing.
2: You know, uh, thank you, Simon, for that introduction. And I like the way that you say Raleigh. (laughs) (laughs)
0: That's the New Yorker to me,
2: right? Well, you know, we are just so excited. You know, Tanya and I, we are both, um, you know, state employees. We work for the county here in North Carolina. And I'll tell you, what's interesting about network marketing, direct sales, is we Uh, Working in your traditional, and I'll say traditional eight to five uh, business or or, or traditional eight to five government type work, there's very little room for personal development. And my wife actually had her first exposure uh, to network marketing. And when we got married, I began to glean from her about the industry itself. And I said, you know what? This, uh, This industry offers personal development like no other industry on the planet. Because even in your government sectors, even in your corporate sectors, there's still that cap on personal development. So when I got married to Tanya uh, back in 2001, I said, you know what, there's something here. So, you know, that's uh, kind of my exposure into this industry. And I tell you, it's, it's just been absolutely phenomenal to us.
1: Yeah. And, I'm, you know, for me, it was pretty much just lack of funds. I can remember being invited to my very first Uh, network marketing event and I'm sitting there and I was mesmerized I was mesmerized by the people what I was seeing the energy and it drew me and I wanted to know more but then I ended up stepping away from it simply because of a lot of fears But the one thing when I did make the decision to try it again, I remember um, at the time, as my husband stated, we used to be government employees. And I remember walking into our home office and I sat Indian style on the floor and I looked it up to him and I said, when are you going to bring me home? So I put it on him. I said, I don't want to go in anymore. I don't want to get up in the morning and drive to work. I want to be at home. What are you going to do about it? And within a few months, we received a phone call and said, "We want you guys to see something." And that's when we really stepped out and began to work a direct sales business. And our lives hasn't been the change hasn't been the same since.
0: So you talk about fears, and that's something that a lot of distributors struggle with. So what did you do? How did you overcome those fears?
1: Wow. It was basically with just taking action. Um, You have to see it. You have to move past those fears in order to accomplish what it is that you want to do. But the thing that I realized, Simon, is this having fears is not a bad thing. It exposes something that may be there. The thing is not to succumb to it. So I had to learn that and I had to come to that understanding. So what's going on now? Basically you move past it. And I'll say this to you. One of the things that was uh, said to me that really helped me. And my husband was one of the first people I heard to say it. And it was, he has, he's actually studied, um, under Les Brown and Les Brown would say leap, And grow your wings on the way down. See, that was permission to move. That was permission to move outside of fears. And that's what I started
0: to do. So basically, you just do it, like Las says. Your wings will grow as you're doing it.
1: Exactly.
2: Exactly. Yeah. You know what, Simon? Agamandino says that fear will never overtake me if my determination to succeed is strong enough. So all we need to have is the determination. And that determination will override fear.
0: Hmm. Now, you had... uh tremendous success once you first started, and most distributors don't even come anywhere close to that. What what advice would you give the new distributors when they're starting out?
1: Well, the advice I would give is making a plan, basically seeing it. You've got to see it before you see it. If you have vision, vision will give you the opportunity to set goals. When you have vision, and I like, you know, right now, I even think of myself as the longevity coach. Uh, we've done this pretty fast. We've had some a, a major amount of success fast, not just with what we're doing now, but even in the company that we were a part of previously. So with that being said, one of the things that I'm learning even more now and what we're implementing with our organization is to see things long-term. And then you back up from there and you put the steps in place to meet that long-term goal. So that process in and of itself will keep you, Going. I don't care what you do. You jump in your car to get someplace, you know where you're going. You know where you're heading. Now, what are you going to do to get there? But if my focus is always on that end thing, then all of the steps that's necessary to take me there, I can accomplish.
0: Yeah, that's really good. Especially if you know your end. I think you give a great analogy. If you know where you're going, then even though you take a couple of wrong roads, you don't freak out or you don't panic, right? Because you know ultimately, your vision, you're going, comp- you're going to get to where you want to go.
1: Absolutely. That's right. Absolutely.
0: Now, you've had um, success, but I want to know, you know, success is created during, like, tough, challenging times. So I'd like to know, what was your worst moment in network marketing? And kind of like the moment where most people have quit, and maybe you wanted to quit, but you kept going, and because of that, you are where you are today.
2: Wow. Yeah, you know, I, I, Simon, I just think the worst moment – uh, for me, it's just you know I would have to describe Simon is as not just mo- like moment but moments because uh, you know I'm a mindset development guy. I-, I love to go into the mind to see what it is that you know that mm-hmm. limiting beliefs basically. And the worst moments for me is when people don't believe that they can be yeah, successful, that's and even in myself, you know, identifying my limiting beliefs, what kept me from actually being successful. And Tanya and I, you know, we've grown a a pretty decent sized organization here. And when we talk with our team, when we motivate them and inspire them to keep going, you know, we run up against that limit, those limiting belief systems. So when you talk about the worst moments, you know, I would have to say, we have to strategically look at it. Is it, uh, uh, you know, is it the worst moments or is it an opportunity to continue to help build the mind. And, and that's just my perspective on those worst moments. How can we become better?
1: And I think even when I think about it and, and putting it, applying it to something that happened within the company, um, when we our products were moving so well, then all of a sudden so many things went on back order. Next thing you know, we're trying to... Uh, get our products into the hands of the people who wanted it and it wasn't available and what did people do so what we found a few months ago was that several people just stopped several people said I don't want to do this anymore and that hit us pretty hard so what do you do you keep going you keep going and you have to learn how to see things that may be happening but you have to see the other side of it the they it was being looked at as god this is bad it's like really Or do we have something that people want? So how can I take something that appears and seems to be having a negative impact on my life and look at it and see what the good thing about it is? So, again, this is mindset and you have to begin to look at every situation to draw from it anything that will help you to grow and to be better and to also present it in a way to say, let me show you the good side of this. And that's what we also had to do.
0: I love that. It's really all about mindset because like you said, it's, um, some, it's one thing in the backwater. Some people can say negative, you can turn into positive. Like, hey, these, populous, these products are so popular that people want them, right? So that's yeah. a good thing. And yeah. I, I also like the fact that you just keep going because any new distributor that you bring in, they don't even know about what happened in the past. So it's really irrelevant. They don't that's, know about the backwater or those bad stories or those things, right? They're, they're new and they're fresh.
1: Absolutely.
0: You know, um, tell us a story – where you had a major aha moment, like the turning point. It's kind of like the kind of like a light bulb went off, and afterwards your business really, really took off.
2: You know, Simon, I tell you um, now, and it, I wouldn't say it's a, a bad thing, but it took me, it took us until our adult lives to understand this simple thing: failure is simply the opportunity to begin again, this time more intelligently. That's a, a Henry Ford quote. But learning that failure is actually a part of success, that's the aha moment. So when you, so let's think about it. When you say, I try, I fail, I try, I fail, I try, I fail, and that equals success. That's the formula. It is. It's not just, let me try and then I succeed. So it took us into our adult lives to understand that. So that's one of the things that we even talk to our elementary school kids about right now. You're going to try You're going to take the test. You might not make the grade that you want to get. So what? Keep trying. So you try, you fail, you try, you fail. That's the equation to success. So when we understood that concept, when we understood that you have to keep going, you have to keep trying, then you're going to be successful. That is what helped our business take off. And Samuel Beckett has a quote that says, have you ever tried? Have you ever failed? It doesn't matter. Try again, fail again, fail better, and that is what has been transitional for us in in our success in our business
1: and if I could just add this little bit because that's so true um that it that was definitely my aha moment and especially for someone of of my caliber who uh, really was a perfectionist, I could walk in my house and tell if you move something uh, to a different place on the on the uh coffee table that's crazy, but I could, but um. Formula 409 and learning where it got its name. Here I have it right here under my kitchen cabinet. Well, why did they name it 409? Because it was the 409th try before he finally got that formula right. So it was 408 failed attempts, but he didn't stop. And now we see in every grocery
0: store Formula 409. That is an awesome story. Thank you for sharing that. And, you know, you too have an amazing mindset. And it goes back to what Dexter just said about it wasn't just one worst moment. It was worth moments, mm-hmm. right? So what is the, how do you develop that mindset, That you know, the self-talk? Because negative self-talk destroys most people. But how do you keep that mindset going? Do you, Is this through self-development? Is it through certain – you surround yourself with certain types of people? What gives you that mindset that you two have?
2: Yeah, it is – it's by far personal development. I cannot – Begin to to you know every day. Tanya and I work on personal development. You know I work out every morning and I, I do two to three miles a day. When I'm doing those miles, you better believe I'm listening to personal development. I love YouTube. I love TED Talks. So I go and I listen and I just feed my mind with the information that's needed in order to go to the next level. And one of the things my wife and I we have a training uh, that we're doing on tomorrow with with our group. And one of the things that I'm preparing for right now is the fact that we can work on our arms. We can work on our biceps, triceps. We can get out here and run all these kinds of things. But the muscle that we don't work with is our mind. And that is the most important muscle. And what I uh, you know, when I got first first started, even with studying uh, with Les Brown, is that the persistence of working with your mind on a daily basis there has to be something in personal development that you use to work with your mind. Now you're starting to work that muscle, right? You're starting to, to get in and, and figure things out. And that is going to serve you as you deal with life experiences, You know, even with our business, even with dealing with things that we go through on a daily basis, even with our children in school. When we begin to work with the, our mind muscle, we begin to strengthen that resolve that's going to help us to get to the next level. So by far, personal development on a daily basis.
0: I love the fact that, uh, you know, I love how you shared about the muscle because that's one thing I learned that everything by the mindset, whether it's discipline, habits, or staying focused, you're learning to get outside your comfort zone, uh, it's a muscle. And I think most people don't work at it. You know, one of the things I, do, I always share with people like, you know, uh, delaying, you know, short-term salis- satisfaction for long-term uh, benefits, right? Like uh, one of my mentors taught me was, I take take a cold shower because there's so many studies about taking a cold. And I'm not telling everyone to do this, but I'm just kind of reaffirms what Dexter said about the muscle. It's like the first time I took a coach shower, and you can see that there's tons of benefits about taking a coach shower. Uh, but short-term, it is painful, right? <laughs> so one of my mentors said, Simon take a coach shower every day." I was like, "No way." You know, but I I did it the first time, and the first 20 seconds was really, really brutal. It was painful, but afterwards, it feels good. And by just doing that every day for a couple years now, um, yeah, the muscle of the mindset of being, you know, being able to take short-term pain for long-term benefit is there. And that's part of the building the mindset that Dexter talks about. Awesome. That's awesome. You know, um, let's share another story. Can you take us through a time that you consider your proudest moment in network marketing?
1: Hmm. Proudest moment. I think for me, when I think about my proudest moment um, in MLM, it's been here recently. And that's when you in doing we talked about failing. We talked about trying, trying again. So obviously that's something that we do and what we're doing. Um, So with that being said, one of the things that kept me when I told you that I kind of stepped away from the industry One of the reasons why is because of, of course, fear and unbelief. Is it really going to work this time? What's going to be so different about this company than the last company? So you telling me this, that and the other, really? So those were the kind of things that I was saying to myself and it kept me away. So to walk up to someone, to call of the network of people to make another post. It was like, do I really want to put myself out there again? So I did, obviously. And I was able to connect and reconnect with a lot of people. And they're here now. And one of my proudest moments, I must say, is to see them uh, being acknowledged, is to see them finding success, is to see them actually pulling a check You know, on a regular basis and actually changing the lives of so many people that right there, I have got to say is one of my proudest moments. One and two, when we're able to actually see the growth of people, when we actually see change, when I hear them talking differently, when I hear them thinking differently, when I hear them, uh, you know, moving forward in a way that's completely different from who they used to be. Mm -hmm. I love to see that. That, that means everything. That's and awesome. that's kind of what's been going on with us now.
0: Right. You know, uh, I want to talk, uh, bring it back to your story, because I know how, how many years uh, were you away from the profession, from network marketing?
1: That's good. I stepped away from it in 2000, like, t- not too, too long, but I stepped away from it like the end of 2011. Mm-hmm. And I came back in 2014 after Dexter lost his
2: job.
0: <laughs> yeah. Can you talk a little bit about that? Because it was really—it was just when you, you know, when we talked on the phone the other day, you talked, to, you shared about just how he got laid off. It was just I was like, yeah. wow. Yeah. It, you want to
1: share? You want to talk about? Yeah. That you know,
2: time? Simon. I, you know, yeah. Sometimes you, you know, when you're forced into the pool of life, either you learn how to swim or swallow the whole pool, right? So, I mean, we had to get moving and you know, just a quick and dirty, you know, I'm a corporate America guy. I traveled around the country, had an opportunity to travel around the world with the company that I used to work for, founded by one of our uh, presidents. And they called me and laid me off two days before my wife and I went on uh, an eight day vacation to Italy. But the, the beneficial thing is that we found out about total life changes five months prior to that layoff. So we were able to say, hey, we We have to start over. Uh, We have to press the reset button. Let's start over. And we looked at this company. That's what prompted us and pushed us to get into what we needed to do. And, uh, you know, the rest is history. It's it's just been an amazing success.
0: That's very, very inspiring. Now, you had mentioned that um, you do your training group. Can you talk a little bit about the Scott Training Group and what you do?
2: Okay. So, you know, the Scott Training Group, we focus in on – we bring, we, we bring in personal development. We bring in communication styles. Uh, we teach people how to communicate, how to train the mindset. You know, and we also go in, when I speak about the communication styles, uh, when, we, uh, when we think about standing in front of a room, who do we have in that room? You know, how do we read the audience? How do we get them to look at the cues of the audience from the front of the room to actually teach them How to be more effective uh, with that audience. So, you know, we cover a wide range of things, but that's what we really hone in on, because we want people to understand that what the positioning that you are in now, all it takes is a little training to get you to that next level.
1: Yeah. And. And I'm going to be honest with you, we can pretty much train on just about anything. If there is a need that any type of organization would have and you tell us the need, even through research and talking with you and so forth, we're able to bring it. But I'll tell you what we're known for is what my husband just stated and the ability to present oftentimes in this industry what do we have to do we need to talk to people you know we have the saying and i'm sure you've heard it if your mouth is closed your business is closed well what do you say how are you able to actually present we talk about opportunity meetings you know we all have them we have uh, times that you're gonna have home meetings um, depending on what your product is and so forth so if those things are happening because those things are happening What is the most effective way to communicate what it is that you have to offer to someone else? On tomorrow, we're going to be doing that very training Um, here. We've been asked to do that. So these are the types of things that we talk about. Uh, One thing that we like to say is oftentimes people are not necessarily duplicatable, but systems are. And in our trainings, we also like to talk about systems. We like to talk about a systematic approach to doing whatever it is that you do. And if you can teach people how to follow a system, because what happens, you're talking about 97 percenters versus three percenters, right? A different type of mindset in that 3% group. But the majority of the people that we typically touch our 97 percenters which which means they come to you with a what an employee mindset well what do employees do they're hired and when you hire them what do you do you tell them what to do and they do it they're trained they learn so what we have to learn how to do is do that within our businesses if i bring you on board i now need to teach you how to uh Du- duplicate what it is that we're building here and then have you continue to do the same thing so we could cover an array of things but that gives you an idea of what we do with our training group
0: really cool and if people want to learn more about your training group where where can they go
1: well they could go to the scott training dot com however that site is now under construction so I'll certainly get all the information to you and it should be going live within the
0: next 30 days Awesome. Now, um, next question. is: What's the one thing that excites you the most about network marketing right now? Wow. You know what? Yeah, I a, love this.
2: Yeah, that's a loaded question. I
0: so. love
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> I love the question because it, I can just thinking about our life. Uh, what excites me about it is that we need it. What do you think about direct sales? What did you think about direct sales? As you go out and you talk to people today about what it is that you have to offer them, what do you get? What are they saying? To me, our positioning could not be better. Let's look at our country. When we were... uh considering coming back to the industry. My husband was reading Business Week magazine and it had a, a, there's some, it stated this. Go ahead. Yeah. So the
2: article in Business Week magazine said that multiple streams of income is no longer a luxury. It is a necessity. And even, even in that quote, uh, uh, or even reading that article, Simon, yesterday, uh, a friend of mine tagged me on Facebook because a company up in Virginia Is getting ready to close their doors within the next 30 days, laying off 600 people. And when we look at our economy, when we look at where we are in the U.S., we have to begin to think about multiple streams of income.
1: And, you know, prior to us starting, we received a phone call, you know, like six months prior to us actually getting started saying, we want you all to look at this. And I said, No. (laughs) I, I We signed it. Then two days later, I changed my mind and said, I'm not going to do it. And the only stream of income we had was from my husband's job. We had one. And when that phone call came in May 2014 saying that his job was eliminated, we're looking at each other like, what in the world are we going to do? I'm a stay at home mom. Our only source of income is now gone. So if you to say to me and to ask that question, I love it because for all of us here in direct sales, all of us considering it, it is the best thing that we can offer people right now. Look at our country, look at the what's going on socially, what's happening in the finances of so many people, and to know that we have something to offer them that could literally change their life. We have a, a, a network, we have a, a, a industry that anybody can do. Whether you are educated, whether you don't have the same education of someone with a doctorate, masters, or whatever, it doesn't matter. If you can learn system and if you can see and understand process and if you have vision and if you come and can do exactly what we're saying with that mindset shift and that personal development, you too can build a lucrative business here with this industry.
0: Yeah, you know, um, I think one thing I've noticed over the years, I've been in the, uh, in the network marketing profession for almost 13 years now, it's like, it's getting attracting higher and higher quality caliber of people like you know Dexter you you had a six-figure income and then and your job and then you got laid off like years ago probably wouldn't get these, your type of people but like you you may have gone on to look for another job but now we're getting high quality successful people like you who in the corporate world who are open to opportunity I think mean, that's one of the most exciting things
2: yeah it is and you know Simon I, I think about this now I got laid off last May as, as we mentioned I've probably uh put in 100 applications to different corporations all over the country no one would hire me and you know the interesting thing is I like to think that my resume is pretty impressive I'm a a former banker I'm a former uh, uh, North Carolina state examiner traveling the country with banks Uh, also uh, working again for a company founded by one of our presidents I would like to think my resume is pretty impressive well not the people that I sent my information to so network marketing gave me the opportunity to regain my, uh, or not even regain, but to exceed what I've done financially all of my life, and now we're we're living in another bracket, and, and it's it's awesome.
1: And I saw recently where Donald Trump was asked, you know, if he were to lose everything, what would he do? And his and he said, um, "I would find a network marketing company and get to work." And I thought, "Ooh, that's good." That's good. Yes.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. That's really good. Now, as we wrap up the show, some really quick questions to pick your brains, okay? And so one of them is, what is one of your favorite success quotes that motivates you?
1: Wow. Um, this, this one by Henry uh, David Throw, which simply says, If one advances confidently in the direction of his dreams and endeavors to live the life which he has imagined, he will meet with a success unexpected and common out.
2: Yeah, and Simon, my you know, my quote is I said it before, Samuel Beckett. And I mean and, and just you know, for all the listeners, just think about this. Have you ever tried, ever failed? It doesn't matter. Try again, fail again, fail better. That's a quote. It's, it's absolutely one of my favorites because it just talks about not only this industry, but it talks about life.
1: And Simon, let me just give you this one because this is one for our team. And this is one that I would put before any organization. When we're, when you come together, everyone needs to be on this on one accord, but by Henry Ford. It's something about Henrys. You know, my dad's name is Henry, but, <laughs> but it's, it's, it's this. Henry Ford says, coming together is a beginning. Keeping together is a progress. Working together is success. And I absolutely love that when it comes down to teamwork.
0: That is a really good one. I never heard that. That's really, really good. And we'll definitely put that in the show notes page. Um, the next question is, what's one habit that's helped you become successful?
2: Oh, Okay. Now, this is a good one, Simon. So one habit is acting with passion. There's a quote that says you must first act with passion before you feel it. So now, again, we have to think about this thing. Uh, what's one of the habits? Repetition is is, is the law of learning, right? The repetition is acting with passion because, you know, Les Brown says when you're on fire, people come and watch you burn, right? (laughs) So if you you approach anything in life with passion, you are going to begin to draw people. So what we do on a daily basis, if it's doing uh, conference calls, if it's doing opportunity calls, uh, to people all over the country. If it's doing face-to-face meetings, one-on-one meetings or standing in front of a room or a couple of hundred people, we act with passion. So that is the repetition that we do on a daily basis that we, you know, we've been very successful with it.
0: What's the best piece of advice you ever received? Leaping and grow your wings on your way down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that. And, yep. um, What's your favorite prospecting tool you use? So say you have a prospect, they're interested in the business. Do you sit down with them with like a magazine? Do you do a flip chart? Do you send them to a webinar? Do you send them a link to an online video first? Or what would you, what do you like to use?
1: Yeah, we do. We have a, a magazine actually that we like to use um, that the company put out and it kind of highlights the stories and, and showing the different people that's gotten started with um, the company, so that is definitely one. And then we have one that we pre we designed and we've been using now and it, and it's and it's looking pretty good. And I call it it's like a, a proposal, a proposal for partnership. Um, One of the things that I think a lot of times that have people to step away from our industry is they look at it and think, oh, it's a pyramid scheme, or this is some type of get rich quit scheme. And what I like to do, we're doing now is having people to look at it differently and actually seeing us for what we are, which is a business. And so just like with any business, if I would like to partner with you, if I'm looking for you to invest in something that I'm doing, um, and here is partnership, then let's sit down and talk. We love one-on-ones. So I can sit down with you. It could be at your dining room table in our office. It could be at Starbucks. And I I present a proposal and we go over the proposal for partnership. We look at numbers. We look at what we're doing, how it would benefit them, what they would get out of it, what my expectations would be through the partnership and what they could expect out of me. And in the end, they're left to make a decision. But one thing that I like about doing it this way is if I present to you a partnership A proposal for partnership and you say yes to it, then you've just said yes to that and you've committed to this opposed to me just standing before you and in a in a normal meeting uh, that you may see and say, can I do that? Am I able to stand up in front of a bunch of people? That may have people to say, I don't know, but if I can sit down with you one on one and show with a tool and you have access to that same tool, the likelihood of you seeing yourself doing that is greater. So I love that we're doing that now.
0: Do you have a favorite online resource like a Dropbox or Evernote or maybe a favorite app on your phone that you could recommend?
1: Oh favorite app. Do you have anything Another like that? App, yeah. No. No, not that I can think of at this time, Simon. I look I thought I think about that and I think about you. I said, you know what, I'm gonna be like Simon Chan one day and I'm gonna have a <laughs> box for everybody. <laughs> I'm gonna do that, but we're still babies.
0: <laughs> no Okay, so what's uh this is I'm really interested in this one. What's one book you could recommend to ML Nation? Possibly.
1: Well, for me, you know, there's a book that I started reading when I first started and it was and this God is my CEO. You said it when you introduced us that we are a, a, a couple of faith and faith, God fearing couple full of faith. And um, one book that I picked up is God is my CEO. Um, Our children actually gave that to my husband for Father's Day a couple of years ago. And I picked it up and couldn't put it down because the principles of God is throughout everything that we do. Oftentimes when we hear about personal development, those principles come from the Holy Bible. And when I looked at this book and it says following God's principles in a bottom line world. So there's a bottom line world that we have here, but his principles work everywhere. So that book, I highly recommend by Larry Julian.
2: Awesome. And, f- and for me, uh, Simon, uh, it's a book by uh, Dr. Carol S. Dweck, S-D-W-E-C-K. It's uh, Mindset, The New Psychology of Success. And she talks about the growth and the fixed mindset. And that goes right into what we do in network marketing. It also goes to uh, positioning us to really understand how we think and then we can better understand how other people think and then that's when we can begin to set the strategy for how we want to move forward where it can be effective for everyone
0: and ml nation i know you love audio because you listen to this podcast so if you haven't already you can get an amazing free audiobook at mlm nation book.com that's mlm nation book.com so here's the last question the million dollar question are you ready Yes, let's Uh-oh, go. uh-oh. <laughs> Before we go to the million dollar question, ML Nation, I know you want to grow your business and I know you want to earn more income. So that's why I want to share with you something that will instantly help your business and increase your income. You already know the importance of sponsoring. And if you can't sponsor, the fact is you simply won't earn any real income in network marketing. Sponsoring is so important and that's why I'm inviting you to a free training that will change your business forever, I want you to check out my free sponsoring workshop webinar where you're going to learn how to invite more prospects, overcome the objections, and sponsor more distributors. You can register for this free training at www.sponsoringworkshop.com. Again, that's sponsoringworkshop.com. If you like these podcasts, these podcasts for ML Nation and these trainings, you'll find this free webinar even more helpful. This is the train that helped me earn over a million dollars in MLM and giving me the residual income, so I can be a stay-at-home dad, with my kids, and also have the time to give back and produce these MLM Nation podcast episodes for you. This is the train, the skills that help me become successful in network marketing, and you're going to learn this at this free sponsoring workshop webinar. So here are some of the things you will learn and get. You're going to get the first step you must take before you even talk to your contact list. You're going to discover the three type of prospects and how you must talk to them differently. Okay, not all prospects are the same. They're different. You also get my proven cold market scripts that'll help you convert strangers into prospects. These are the things that helped me. I mean, I didn't sponsor 200 people in a year, but I sponsored over 80-something people in one year. How would your business grow if you sponsored 80 people in a year? You also learn how to get prospects to overcome the objections. So, listen to your presentations. You know, an MLM objection, how to, you know, I don't have any money. So, you're going to discover, you're going to learn all those things. And also, the best part is you get my famous six figure clothes. So, you can sign up prospects. And this is the same script why it's a six figure clothes. Because I used it to sign up one of my party friends, this guy was a party animal, and I used that six figure clothes and he joined, and now he's a diamond director and earns me a six-figure passive income just from one person. And so you'll get the same six-figure close on this free webinar. So anyway, enough of what you learned. What you really need to do now is register right now or write this website down. It's at www.sponsoringworkshop.com. Okay, sponsoringworkshop.com. This free webinar is offered three different days. That's the cool part. There's three different days at four different times so, they can, so that anyone around the world, because I know ML Nation, you guys are global. You can listen to it. And even better, if you don't have the patience, you want it immediately. There's an option. If you go to sponsoringworkshop.com, there's an option to watch it now immediately. So you can watch it right now and learn. So start learning the skills to help me build a million-dollar MLM business and go to sponsoringworkshop.com. So I look forward to seeing the training. So now you know about something that's going to help you. I had to share that with you. Let's go back to the show and to the million-dollar question. All right, Uh. Dexter and Tyler, the million-dollar question. Imagine you had to start all over again, but you knew no one. But you had all your current knowledge, skills, and mindset. So you're kind of like an alien and went to another planet. You didn't know your kids. You didn't know anyone. You actually didn't even know each other. Okay, But that planet, they spoke English. What's the first thing you do to find prospects and build an ML business from scratch.
2: All right, now, Simon, i tell you exactly what I would do. Take my phone and shoot a video and put it out on social media because people do business with people they know, like, and trust. So if the barrier for social media is that I cannot put my hands on you. So we can't have a face-to-face in person, but we can in social media. I would shoot a quick video. I would begin to let people into who I was once I develop, once they develop that trust with me, then I begin to, can begin to introduce to them what it is that I do. But beyond a shadow of a doubt, the very first thing I would do is introduce who I am to the world of social media because it has been a game changer for network marketing.
1: Yes it has and that's my thing too. When you when you asked that my mind went straight to social media and I kept, I had to I had to sit here and keep thinking, okay, wait a minute. He said I don't know anybody. I'm like, but in order for this business right. to build, you need people. Right. It's about people. So I'm going to have to get to the people and I can and we're able to be in front and I have the knowledge that I had, you said. So I'm able to be in front of a massive amount of people at one time. I'd start building those relationships I would have people to begin to to know Tanya, letting people into your life a little bit, being able to see, you know, my family, who I am, how I think so that they can um, begin to trust and putting those things out there for them. That's what I would do. I would get around people and social media would be my first arm of attack.
0: As we wrap up, do you have any last words of advice? And then what's the best way our listeners can connect and contact you?
2: Well, uh, Facebook is going to be the the major way right now because, you know, we do so much on social media. Look us up, Dexter Scott, Tanya Scott uh, on Facebook and make sure to get in touch with us uh, because, you know, we are just we're on our way. You know, and and if I want to leave something with someone uh, with our listeners, Tanya said it and I saw it firsthand when I studied on the Les Brown again, leap. And grow your wings on the way down. You know, I was standing out on our patio cooking, um, uh, cooking on our grill, and a spider just flew past me, and I was looking in amazement. Right, so that that's what helped me begin this. I studied a spider, and we, you know, when we walk out of our homes in the morning, we walk into a spider web, and we wonder how in the world was that spider able to to get from one tree to the next. Well. All the spider did was simply turn around, shoot his silt up into the air, catch the next wind, and then that spider uh, took that wind on to the next destination. Well, that's what we have to do. Just leap. Don't think about it. Just go for it. And we have to have the faith to know that we are going to be successful. So leap and grow your wings on the way down.
1: I learned not to harbor anything in my heart. So who I want to appeal to right now are those of you who are like myself, who basically Uh, said, I want to try this, but now there are a lot of fears that were there and you still got started anyway. I just want to remind you that if you don't release those fears and also learn to forgive, if we don't do those things, they do become blockers to your success. So we want to make sure that you move past the fears. And if there's anything in your heart that you're holding on to from past experiences, failures, people, whatever they may be, Forgive, truly forgive, and release it so that it's not affecting you, your future, and where you're destined to go.
0: ML Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And today, you've been hanging out with Dexter and Tanya Scott. So keep up the momentum and go to mlnation.net and type in Dexter, that's D-E-X-T-E-R, or Tanya, T-O-N-Y-A. And the show notes will pop right up. All the nuggets of wisdom, the book links, how to reach out to Dexter and Tanya, the links will be right there. In order to be successful in network marketing, you must help others. So Dexter and Tanya, thanks again for sharing your valuable time with ML Nation. We're grateful to you and we appreciate you for having a positive impact on millions of distributors worldwide. Thank you so much again and God bless you.
1: Thank you. God God bless you too.
0: ML Nation's a really quick recap and review from an awesome show from Dexter and Tanya Scott. Make sure you connect with them on Facebook. Also go to the show notes page on mlnation.net. Type in Dexter and Tanya, and the contact info will be right there if you can't find them on Facebook. And the books and the quotes they shared really good quotes. Um, You can tell they invest a lot in personal development mindset. They're really true superstars. One of the things I really enjoyed about talking to them was You know, Dexter talked about, um, obviously, he was earning six figures in his job. Very successful, and he got laid off. And I think what excites me about this profession is the more people I talk to leaders, network marketing is attracting more and more of these what I call the S-types, the successful type of people, right? The people are smarter, way smarter than you, earning six figures already, traveling around the world, doing banking and all that. And in the past, you know, when I, even when I got started like back in 2003, these people were harder. You didn't see that many of these people joining network marketing, but now more and more of these people are joining because they see that, like, where this profession is going, number one. And also number two, like Dexter, Dexter said, multiple streams of income is no longer a luxury. It's a necessity, because the way how the world and economy has changed. So that just inspires. And by the way, if you want to know how to talk to S type of people, like successful, and if you don't know what S means, I have a SOW system, SO sponsoring system. I actually have a webinar that teaches you how to approach these three type of prospects. It's a free webinar. Just go to sponsoringworkshop.com. It is intense and it is long, but you learn how to properly approach your prospects. The three types of prospects and definitely want to know how to approach business and successful-minded people like Dexter Scott. So another thing, Uh, I love the way that Dax just shared, reminded, like anything with mindset's a muscle. You don't just get it. Like people are just not more disciplined than others. People are not more focused than others. If you have focused, discipline, everything is a muscle and you need to work on it. We're, that's why I'm a, you know, I'm a huge fan of meditation because meditation has given it's, my muscle. I used to be so not focused, distracted, thinking about all these type of things, not getting things done. my I was not as good as time management, but meditation has helped me be able to focus more. because It's, it's, a, it's an exercise, right? And the first time I did it for 30 seconds, I thought, oh, I can't believe it. When this is over? So it's the same thing I shared about the cold shower, training myself to take short-term pain for long-term good right, or get exercising every day, doing the thing you don't want to do, just the fact that you do something you don't want to do, or like Tanya said, go just fly and let the wings grow, that's a muscle, you know, when you fly without the wings, your muscle and your wings will grow really, really fast, and so have that mind, have that start philosophy, that everything you want, you're, you know, that comes from your mindset. It's a muscle. You need to work on it every day because if you don't work on it, it doesn't grow and develop. So what areas in your life right now do you need more focus? Do you need to be more disciplined? You do you have more routines? Do you need to be prospective? more? you get out of your comfort zone more? It's a muscle. So if you're scared of approaching prospects, approach a couple more prospects because it's a muscle. That muscle is weak. But I'm telling you, if you go to the food court and approach 50 people, you may not feel comfortable, but at the end of the day, whether you have no, no, even if you have no prospects, it's a win. It's a success because your muscle got stronger, right? Your muscle got stronger. If you approach the next day, do it again, your muscle gets stronger. And then within a week, two weeks, you'd be really, really good because your muscles firmly develop. It's like doing 10, 20, 30 push-ups a day. Your chest muscles get naturally stronger. Your mindset your attitude your fear would decrease and you'd be much more successful in the business so those are some major really aha moments uh thank you for dexter for talking about that bringing that analogy really good so again if you like the show make sure you leave a review and an itunes a stitcher those are really important and a share with others okay we're all in the same community we're in the same family we're network marketing as we attract better more successful people like dexter and tanya scott especially dexter six-figure earners into the business this just brings more credibility more people become successful it helps everyone we're all in the same family here so um, thank you everyone for listening thanks for all you all you do for network marketing and remember we're in the profession to help others so go out there and have a positive impact on someone's life today god bless you all